Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, it's Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 44 of Giving Your Best Life. Oh friends, I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about this gift today because um, it is one that I really learned on my giving journey. When I started out in 2011, set a goal, give a gift every day for a year, and then it continued on to 522 days, took a little break, and I've been giving a gift almost every day for a decade, is this idea of gifts that stretch us. Sometimes even gifts that we don't want to give, but we know that that's what we want to do. I want you to pause and think about a time in your life where maybe you got that little tug or you saw something in your home and you knew what you needed to do. Like you knew that it was meant to go to someone else at that exact time. And maybe you did give it away, but maybe you didn't. Um, And how did you feel about when you didn't? So I recently had this experience and I wanted to share it with you, just kind of the emotions and how I processed it. And, you know, at the end of the day, what choice did I make? And and I think a lot of times in giving, we don't think about like the choices that we have to make. Um, we think about giving around birthdays and holidays. And really a part of giving your best life is giving gifts and looking for those opportunities every day and in between um, those birthdays and holidays when we typically think about giving. So when I was in the hospital with my um, infection and my spider bite. When I came out, a church, which I love this. So from my hometown, um, I went to Tanglewood Baptist Church. And then when I got a little bit older, we moved to the Tyson United Methodist Church. But there was always a church that was very special to me, and that was the Versailles Baptist Church. And one of the reasons why it was so special, besides the people that went there, I, I knew most of the congregation. Many of them played um, influential roles within my life. But my sophomore year of college, our track team, uh, which if you didn't know, I ran track in college. I ran the 10,000, which is 6.2 miles on a track, 25 laps, um, more of a mental game than any anything physical. But we went to Honduras to compete uh, with the Honduran team down there. Some of, the, some of the people that were on the team that our team was competing with were Olympians. 
for uh, Honduras. So that's pretty cool. I can think of a picture that I have with one of the guys who competed in the Olympics. But anyways, it was part um, part to compete and train, but also part mission trip when we went down there to do um, evangelizing and just meeting and talking to the people. We helped to build, I think, a, a school um, and we, you know, went to the orphanages and uh, rocked babies. And, and so it was just this combination of competing and um, helping and serving others. But on that trip, I had to raise support. You know, I was a poor college student struggling, working so many jobs while I was in college and during the summer just to continue to pay my way through college. And um, so I asked local churches from my hometown to help support me. And the Versailles Baptist Church was one of those that gifted me money. It was such a great gift to afford me this opportunity that really uh, changed my life and changed my perspective. It's something that all these years later, if that was 1997, uh, I still think about today. You know, if I'm having a woe is me moment, you talk about gratitude, um, you know, going to a third world country and experiencing what those in a third world country experience. You cannot comprehend by just watching on TV. You can only comprehend when you go and you live with the people and you have conversations with them. And But one of the biggest things that struck me with nearly everyone that we met, people who had absolutely nothing or very, very little, one, they were happy. Like I, they were, they were not just happy, they were joyful. Um, and I came to the conclusion is that at the end of the day, they didn't know what they didn't have. So here in the United States, uh, we're very materialistic. We're very keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, we are bombarded. You know, this was back in the day before social media, but now, you know, we're bombarded on television and on social media of, you know, the latest shoes and clothes and, you know, appliances and technology. Like, we're always wanting more where they were just very content and very grateful for what they had, which was the basics. You know, they were grateful if they had food and clean water. They were grateful to have a roof over their head. But one thing that I will remember to this day is that at the church service, you know, we ended up having a meal with them. And these people, some of them would have to walk miles to get to church. Now think about that. Would you be willing to walk miles to get to church? I would really like, man, some days I don't want to get in my car and drive to church, let alone have to walk miles. And yet they would walk to miles to get to church. But beyond that, they brought food to share with us. These were people that barely had food to feed themselves and that they were so grateful Um to have us there and, and to be in communion with them that they brought food to feed us for a meal with them. And so there were so many lessons on on that, that mission trip and on that uh, competition that we were doing down in the country. And to kind of bring this back is, you know, I look at the Versailles Baptist Church was one of those, you know, it was, they gave me an opportunity that I may have not had them and some other people in some other churches contributed to get me 
to be able to go on this trip. So um, when I came back from that trip is I, a, a way that I wanted to say thank you to show my gratitude. You know, I didn't have any money at the time. Hello, they were paying for me to, to go this experience is, is I went to the churches that supported me and I uh, basically gave a talk. And uh, that was the, I, I believe that was the first time I had spoken publicly uh, besides, you know, school, besides in high school when I had to give a speech, besides a college and communication class. Like that was the first time, uh, you know, I, I went up to the pulpit and I shared my experience. I shared my gratitude and, uh, and people came up to me and I got that bug for speaking. And so I look at that's like another gift that they gave me was this opportunity to turn a Sunday morning service over to me to share my experience, to show my gratitude. And in all, and, and um, that's led to my speaking. That opened the door for me to get, um, you know, a little bit of taste of, hey, I, I think I want to do some more of this, which that speaking is what, you know, kind of led to my book because people, you know, there's credibility for people who have a book. You're considered an expert. It just takes you to that other other level. And so it's amazing to look back. You know, I challenge you to look back on your journey and who were those people that opened those doors or those organizations, you know, always make time to to go back and to say thank you and to practice gratitude. But to bring this full circle is, you know, after I got out of the hospital, I got a package in the mail. And man, I'm going to choke up just talking about it. It was this beautiful, beautiful knitted um, shawl. And it was so beautifully colored. It was um, blues and greens. Oh my gosh, it was just gorgeous. And there was a tag on it. And I want to read uh, the note that was attached. It says, this shawl was handmade for you by our prayer shawl ministry. I love that they have a prayer shawl ministry at their church. And it was created, as it was created, we prayed for you. We asked the Lord to give you many blessings of courage, strength, and love. May this shawl wrap you in peace and comfort from our Heavenly Father for Sales Baptist Church Prayer Shawl Ministry. And I mean, friends, and then there was like another sewn in tag that just said, may the peace and love of Jesus wrap you in his arms. Again, for Sales Baptist Church Prayer Shawl Ministry. And I was just so touched, you know, that that I have not been in that community for probably 25 years. I graduated in 1995, left home, never came back. And that those people in that community, man, what a gift. You can hear the emotion in my voice. You know, what a gift for them to think about me. Uh, They sent me the kindest card. And I, um, so fast forward to maybe last week, the week before, and uh, one of my dear friends, Whitney Ward, you know, Go follow her on social media if you can. She's coming out with children's books and in her own book of her story, which is maybe one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard. I mean, this girl is a true warrior in uh, the physical battles that she has dealt with for her entire life. I had the opportunity to meet her at a writer's conference and we just quickly bonded, developed an immediate friendship. And I got to see this little gal in action. And 
I was just blown away, blown away. Um, any day that I'm having kind of a poor me health-wise, I just stop myself in my tracks and say, oh my gosh, you know, look at Whitney's going through and, and the grace that she has shown um, throughout her journey, the time that I've seen her, but then as I get to know more about her story and um, we'll probably have her on the podcast in the future when her books come out just so you guys can hear a little bit about her story. But anyways, she is going through some pretty significant health challenges again. And I was sitting in my office. I had not heard it. I, I don't see a lot on social media. And and so one day I, I saw it kind of past the fact. And um, man, I was just thinking about, you know, what, what could I do for her? What would brighten her day? And um, I just looked over to the left. I had that prayer shawl on a chair in my office. It just, you know, every time I saw it, it it brought me joy. It brought me gratitude. And uh, I just love it. It it brightened my day. It got me, you know, it helped to get me through a a dark and challenging time. Um, But there's just some things that are very, very special. You know, you could never put a price tag on that gift that that church gave me, even though it's probably financially, monetarily not worth a lot. And so um, I just looked over at that and it was like, I got that little tug on my heart that, uh, you know, man, God just asked me to give that away, you know, um, that somebody else needed it more. Someone needed encouragement. Someone needed to know that uh, I was thinking of them. And um, for that constant reminder that was on that tag, you know, for the courage, the strength that let the Lord um, wrap you, you know, peace and comfort and um, used to in the past, these types of gifts were hard. You know, sometimes I really think like, I don't want to give this away. This is mine. But what I've learned over this journey is that Over and over again, I experience that sometimes our material things were given to us for a moment in time. And then at the right time, if you're listening and paying attention, that they were meant to move along, to be given to someone else. And I've really, really listened to that. So I went over, uh, actually snapped a picture of the blanket, snapped a picture of the tag, because I wanted to remember that. And that's something that we can do. I go back to when I was a professional organizer, is a lot of times we're holding on to physical things, not because of the physical thing, like I, if I wanted to hold on that. But it was, it, it's the memory that's tied to it. It's the special um, special thoughtfulness that's behind that memory. And so uh, I, I always recommend a snapping a picture. And that's what I did because I still get that same feeling when I go back and see that picture and, and read that note. Um, if it was still there in my office and I packaged it up, I sent a little note to my friend Whitney and mailed it out to her. And when she received it, I just received the kindest note from her. And I don't share this with you to say, oh, look what I did and look what I gave away. That's never been part of my journey. But my journey is a ministry. My journey is to get you to think about how do you give your best life by giving and um, gifts that will stretch you. And it's been amazing over the years. You know, I, I share this to challenge other people. 
uh, to do those things, when you get that tug, when you're looking around your house, or if someone comes over your house and says they love something, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, here you go, take it. And uh, my friends know now that I'm serious, not that they say stuff just to take things, but um, you know, you can kind of tell when someone's genuine and, and wanting something. And, and anyways, the stories that I've heard over the years of things that people have given away and things that they didn't want to give away, things that they were tied to, but at the end of the day, it's just material. You know, you can always buy more things, but we can never buy um you know, what that's going to mean at, to a person at a particular time in their life. So um, that's what I wanted to chat with you today. Uh, I really challenge you, your giving challenge moving forward, you know, is to one, be grateful for the things that you have now and enjoy what you have now. Don't be thinking about the more, more, more. What do I need to buy? What else do I want? Just be grateful for what you have. But then when given the opportunity um, to give those things away, do so. Do so with grace. Do so with joy. Um, You know, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And um, at the end of the day, I think this is another way that you can get out and get to giving your best life. Thank you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to giving your best life.